Youth Ministry Nation. It's AC. Shh. Scare the fish. This <laughs> curse. We are in the cabin. Let's talk youth ministry. Dude, I love the, I love this place. I want to come to our kids' ministry studio what? every day of my life. This is what happens. Fishing poles. I said to you, I wonder if they have a fishing pole in their prop set. This is what happens when you and go to the did. bathroom for a few minutes and you come back and you're ready to <laughs> ready to go. Sorry, dude. I apologize. I just couldn't pass it up. I love this place. All right. Yeah, we're back in the cabin, man. One of these. I had I had breakfast or I had coffee today with two youth pastors from New Zealand. Oh, okay. And they left me. They say this is like a classic New Zealand candy. Oh wow! It's chocolate covered, pineapple flavored marshmallows. Chocolate covered, pineapple flavored marshmallows. Oh, decent. That's good. Right, right. You feel like you could eat about fifty of them without yeah doing damage to your. But I feel like if they're starting to get sweet, so I probably get tired of them. Like, oh man, hurt myself. I'm not a sweet guy, and I'm not tired of them. I've eaten about thirty-five of these today. Well, I've my stomach is kind of like crazy, so I can't oh, okay. finish it. All right, all right. How are you? Good. No. <laughs> I got marshmallow in my mouth. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Awkward conversation. How are you? Part one. I'm good. Um, so we're back on the show today. Yep. And uh, the last show we we talked about, you gave us kind of like digged into your bag of 25 years of ministry experience and, and gave us great content last week. The last one we talked about, though, we kind of dabbled on it a little bit more. I can't remember. Which one was it? I can't remember the question that you were answering, but yeah. I remember we got off into a conversation of um, the the youth worker that feel like... They're hitting the ceiling. They're doing everything that they can to gotcha. do what they're discouraged. They're, they're discouraged, frustrated. frustrated. They yeah. feel like they're doing a, you know, they're meeting the standards, um, but just not getting any love. Just, just feeling a little, kind of like, yeah, you know, gotcha. Things aren't working. Yeah. So I thought we'd spend today give just two tips for that youth worker, uh, two tips apiece for that youth worker that's just feeling a little bit like, okay, what, what. What do I do now? Okay. What What's happening? Yeah. And, and what do I do now? So. Okay. So you go, then I'll go, then you go, then I'll go. Yeah. But before we do that, if somebody wants to subscribe to the show, mm-hmm. to the to the video podcast, there's a little subscribe. button someplace here that says yep. subscribe. We got new subscribers almost every day. Every day. Almost yeah. every day we're getting it's new subscribers. Awesome. That's very fun. Um, also, if you want to send us a youth ministry question, mm-hmm. you can send us a question or a sh- a topic idea. Yeah. To talkyouthministry at gmail.com. Yep. Talkyouthministry, all spelled out, yep. at gmail.com. And we would love to answer any questions yep. people have. Today, we're just going to talk about some tips on what to do when you're feeling discouraged, when things aren't clicking, maybe there's a little bit of conflict, yeah. how to handle those tough seasons. Yeah. Right? Awesome. Okay, jump in. Um, okay, my first my first tip would, would really be to just lead with grace in this situation. I think a lot of times... Um, it's so easy to, you know, paint that person or that leader as the the enemy, as the, the the person who is trying to destroy my life or not make ministry as fun as it was once before because everything you do is wrong. Or um, I would say lead with grace for that person because you just never know where they are in life. You never know. Um, 
you may be reading right. things a little bit wrong. You know, this could be their personality. This could be how they function, and they've never had to really work in a a setting like this, um, a setting where you know, you know, things aren't as crystal clear as if it was like in the corporate world where right. there's like, so I always say just kind of like lead with grace. It's something that I try to do in all circumstances, whether it be with a disgruntled parent or, you know, a leader, it's just to lead with grace and know that they're coming from a situation just the way that you are. And right. I try and understand that so that my response fits fits what's actually going on. And I don't allow the devil to take me on this road trip that the world is against me. Right. And, you know, and there's no, there's no, there's no hope other than, you know, well, I just got to take it for myself or right. I just got to, you know, tell them where, tell them how I really feel. Or, um, because I think when you do that, you begin to say things, do things that at the end of the day, you may look back and go, Oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know. Right. Once, once all the cards are played out, and you know, you get an opportunity to hear their heart. You look back, and then you got to apologize for a lot of stuff that you have said and and done. I would say take a moment and just leave with grace for that person, and say, okay, I want to really know where they're where they're at. And sometimes that means you kind of like sharing your heart, right? And allowing them to hear that, and then. Yeah hearing their response. So lead with grace. That's good. Yeah. Well, there's that, that classic book. It's an older book now, 10 years old maybe or more, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Yeah. And one of the, the, the biggest dysfunction of a team, it's like the pillar that everything else is built on, is yeah. lack of trust. Yeah. And when there's a lack of trust, then you don't assume the best in each other. Yeah. Right? If, I, if you and I don't trust each other and we're in, excuse me, I'm burping up. Pineapple flavored marshmallows. You want a little bit more? <laughs> no, I'm good. Suddenly it's working against me all of a sudden. Um, but if you and I don't trust each other, yeah. then I, I don't assume the best in you because I don't trust you. Yeah. So I assume the worst, that you have bad motives mm -hmm. or that you're out to get me or you're trying to work me over or whatever, right? Yep. So I think if you can lead with grace, assume the best, that's good. Another another thing for me is um, I've just come to learn that there's there's – Usually, not always, but usually when I'm feeling frustrated or disgruntled or maybe it's not even disgruntled as much as it is just the wheels are spinning. Yeah. I can't get traction. Things just aren't clicking yeah. in my ministry. Um, what I've learned is it's almost always in one of three places. So I try to look like honestly yeah. at, at one of three places. One is to look at my systems and my structures, right? I mean maybe I'm just frustrated because our small group structure is broken. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I just need to look at the structure. I need to look at the systems. I need to look at um, another place I need to look at is to look at the people around me. Yeah. Sometimes I'm frustrated because I'm in conflict with you or somebody on my team isn't pulling their weight mm -hmm. and other people are having to pick up the slack and, and, and I'm frustrated at the people. And then I look at myself. Right. And I, yeah. you know, if, if I was a healthy leader, I'd probably say, I look, I should look at myself first before yeah. I look at others. Right. But mm -hmm. that's not like an order of checklist, yeah. but those are the three things is look at the systems, yeah. look at the people, um, and then look at myself. Cause there is oftentimes something going on personally mm -hmm. that's causing me to be frustrated. Right. I mean, if, if my wife and I are in conflict, most of us, myself for sure, I carry that into the workplace. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm just not feeling it with you, but really it's because something's Something. going on with me. Yeah. Um, if I'm not spending time with the Father, if I'm not in the, in the Word, that's something broken in me. And, and so if you can just look at those three places, that's most good. of the time, now it doesn't mean fixing it's easy. It doesn't mean you'll necessarily know how to fix it. But usually when you're frustrated, when things aren't clicking, when there's something going on, you can pinpoint it. It's somewhere in the organizational structure or the yeah. systems. It's something on your team or it's something with you as a leader. Yeah. No, that's good, dude. Um, <clears throat> my next one would be um, to, to talk it over. Talk the situation through with someone that you know is um, unbiased and would be neutral and someone who would just flat out tell you the truth, the honest mm -hmm. truth. Um, I feel like there is a natural um, gravitation towards pride in leadership. I don't think it's a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's just something that automatically happens. And we know pride, taking pride in something is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but at the same time, you're still kind of like exalting your self-accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can play on you. Yeah. And sometimes that can make you feel like you are in the right when you're really in the wrong. Yeah. And because you feel like... I've been doing this and I've been doing that. And sometimes pride just begins to win over. And it's so easy for you to cross over that bridge to where you are becoming prideful. Right. And that is never a good thing. Right. And so having that neutral person there really speak to you truthfully and tell you, you know, no, you, you're not in the right right now. Yeah. Like you're actually, you have allowed yourself to cross over into the wrong. Even if, you know, let's just say that your boss is a jerk, right. that your boss is, but you've allowed yourself You would never to, say that. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe to you guys. Uh, no. Um, but, but, but maybe that is the case. You know, and sometimes we allow ourselves to go there yeah. and then we become in the wrong and then it's just a mess. So it's it's better if you can get someone that you know is gonna tell you the truth no matter what and and really, you know, bring that up. Like don't allow that pride to right. to destroy you from the inside out yeah. because it will do a work on you like nothing else. And it will Let's, have you up in arms about everything and everybody. Now you're looking at other people right. who aren't even in it. They're saying, man, what's that about? It's tough to find somebody who loves you enough to be honest with you and tell you hard truth. Yeah. Who's also willing to tell you the hard truth. Because yeah. some people, they love you so much, but they just can't bear to hurt you. Yeah. To hurt your feelings. Or they would, they're unwilling to point out a flaw or a yeah. weakness. And, you know, you need somebody who's got that unconditional love for you who's also willing to say, hey, man, you, you know, you know I love you, but yeah. this is on you. Or yeah. you're overreacting or you're being prideful. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who says, well, as a pastor at a church or a youth pastor, I can't unload that stuff on somebody in my congregation. I, I can't. I, yeah. I got to hold that to myself because I'm. It, it's not fair to share that with somebody else. It's not their oh, burden. Really? What would, how would you... Well, I would say for me, the people that I would do that to has no, they have no real ties with what's going on here. That person could right. really is really sitting out on the on a limb, 
having no ties with anyone. Which, so, which does help them be objective. Yeah. So they're not they're not close to the situation. They're not at all. close to the situation. They have no stake in the game. Um, and they know me. Right. I, I think as a believer, if you do not have that person in your life, regardless to whether you're in ministry so or not. So my seventh grade guy, small group, probably not so much? <laughs> Definitely. I use Wednesday nights. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, before I get into the lesson. I need, I need, the, I need, some, I need some insight. I need some insight on things. Uh, hitting with a power ranger. <laughs> no. Um, but finding someone, I think, regardless of whether you're a mis- minister or not, you need to have someone that's going to hold those checks and balance because yeah. we're, we're, some people may not, as leaders, may not like to admit it, but we're just as broken right. and we're just as flawed as everyone else and we don't always catch it. And, you know, unless you have some people that are, that are holding the line for you that yeah. will go to that, go yeah. to that line and, and really be like, dude. You you need to really check yourself right. because I can see multiple times yeah. where you are not where you would right. want to be. Right, and so it's and they'll tell important. you, "Hey, you're right." Yeah, and you need fight to fight for, for this, and, and, and yeah. you need to. I mean, there's that's there's that other yeah. side, right? Where yeah. somebody says, even if I mean, I've I've found youth pastors like who have reached out and said, hey, can I talk to you about something? Right. You know, there's a lot of uh, youth, different youth pastors on social media. I see them post things, and other youth workers will be like, inbox me. And right there, you've created uh, someone who's out of your contacts that could speak into your situation. Yeah. Yeah, good. Very, it's good. Um, well, very that's, why, that's why so. people like watching podcasts like this yep. and like the Download Youth Ministry Show with Doug and Josh yeah. McKay is because... They can ask a question and get honest feedback mm-hmm. from somebody who isn't invested emotionally yeah. in, into, the, into the situation. Um, for me, I think another one would be this would be kind of let's take it all the way edge and go, man, I've I've had conversations yeah. with the person. I've checked the systems. I've checked myself. I've got this, you know, everything. I've done everything. Yeah. Um, I, I think at some point it's okay if your ministry is marked by turmoil, yeah. and, mar- and I'm not talking about just a season or a, a rough spell with somebody, but you just can't get it right. Yeah. You can't. You, you, the relationships aren't clicking. The ministry is not moving forward. You don't feel valued, and you've done the checks, and you go, you know what? It's not just I don't feel valued. I don't think I am valued or whatever, yeah. right? I think I would encourage youth workers, volunteer, part-time, full-time, um, with the reality that it's okay to remove yourself from a situation. Yeah. Um, now, I would never do it lightly, totally. and I, I trust that everybody watching or listening prayed before they took that position, so mm-hmm. I would assume you're going to pray before you would step out. Yeah. If God called you in, I would wait until you feel like he's calling you out. Yeah. But sometimes we're afraid to even... Um, we're afraid to even entertain the possibility because yeah. we just feel like that's... You know, we feel guilty. It's a cop for, out. It's a cop or, out. Yeah. And in our heart of hearts, I think we usually know yeah. if it's a cop out or not. Yeah. And we also know when it's so it's time. Yeah. And sometimes we we stay longer than we should, out of guilt mm-hmm. or out of a sense of like commitment that some 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 sense of commitment that is stronger maybe than it needs to be. Yeah. Because the reality is, is if you should be things leading, are going to fall apart if I leave. Right. <laughs> right. 
Or I said I'd be here for six years. I've only been here for four or whatever. Sometimes, though, when it's time to leave and you stick around, even though that's admirable from a commitment side, you could be doing the ministry harm, right? I mean, God might want to be doing something different and fresh in that ministry and in you. And relationships are tough. And oftentimes relationships break and a youth worker with a church is a relationship. And sometimes those relationships need to part company. I wouldn't do it lightly. I would go to my objective person and get their input. I would pray about it. I would allow God to give me a sense of peace on my way out, just like he was giving me a sense of peace on my way in. But um, I think there comes a time where ministry is going to be tough. Ministry is going to be hard. goes back to what I said last week about sometimes we're a little bit entitled. Sometimes we whine. I'm not talking about that. My job is hard. Your job is hard, yeah. right? It's tough. It's hard work. I, you know, there's times I wish I wasn't doing it, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I have the, the same be- time. I, I have the best job in the world, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I, and ministry should be fruitful and fulfilling, yeah. and we should put our head on the pillow at the end of the day, going, "Man, I'm tired. Yeah. Man, that was a rough day, but I love this place. Yeah. I love I mean, Saddle. I love our church, bro. To be honest, if I would be worried if Everything is always PT King. Yeah, it means you're probably not. And like right. everything is cool and, yep. and there is no turmoil or yep. you're not going through anything because that means something yeah. may not be clicking. It's okay. I think it's okay if there are some things that are going on and and you just right. need to know that that's ministry. It's, yep. well, it's ministry. And sometimes- I have talked to an oddly high number of youth workers who have said, in in effect, um, I would never choose to go to this church. If I didn't work here, my wife and I, we wouldn't attend here. I I, I don't like the style of music. I don't like the preaching. I really don't even trust the pastor. If I was to get a paycheck, I wouldn't. To to me, if if those are honest (laughs) feelings, then you need to move on. You need to move on. The pastor deserves to have a staff member, a youth pastor, who would be there joyfully. Yep. Who trusts them, who loves them, and and by the way, youth workers deserve to serve at church they trust and they love. Totally. Um, so, and I think ultimately, I mean, for me, I have people who are Josh. He's my boss. I report to you, but ultimately, I'm in ministry because God has called me to ministry, and totally. that's the ultimate. That's that's my ultimate go to is that. Yes, I have people who are who are over me and who support me and who but ultimately I'm in this for the fact that God has called me to this. I feel like he's given me gifts and this is a place where he wants me to be. Yeah. And if that is my if, if that's my outlook, then yes, I may not see eye to eye with people. Yeah. I may not I really need to check that because at the same time I'm my boss boss has called me yeah. to ministry. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And so you you really I love how you say, you know, if you do leave, don't do it lightly. Make sure you pray, make sure you um, kind of all your checks and balances in place. But just know that you're you're really in ministry because God has called you to yeah. this. And to bow out because of disagreement, because of to allow those things. Now I think genuinely as you were saying, like Maybe it's just time for you to move on, and which is totally cool. Right. But at the same time, know that you're called to a higher calling than just work. 
right. than just to the church. Right. You've been called to ministry. It should be tougher to for lives. us to walk away from our ministry job than it would be for us to walk away from a job yeah. at Taco Bell. Totally. Right? But we can't be afraid yeah. to walk away. Totally. So to wrap it all up, if things are going goofy, if you're in conflict, if you're spinning your wheels, mm -hmm. you're not getting traction, if you have to talk to somebody, yep. lead, lead with grace, assume the best. Mm -hmm. Have somebody who's an honest listener yep. and an objective voice in your life who can help you navigate that. Um, go through a few little checks. Look at the system. Look at yourself. Look at your team. See if you can identify maybe there's a source in there. And don't be afraid to transition if you need yeah. to. That's about it. Yeah. Also, you might want to grab you some chocolate covered. Those solve all problems. <laughs> Marshmallows. Whatever conflict you're sensing right now, AC. I know. I thought it's, like it's about to it's about to disappear. Of common cool. Right How's now. that? Give me that fishing pole. No. <laughs> all right. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> I love this thing, dude. Oh. Man.